Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. John Ashton is in the studio. Jeff Smith is in the golf cave. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter is riding the controls. Collectively, we are known as those weekend golf guys. It's been I another. I want to know if Mark's seat on the controls is padded or not. Oh yeah, it's padded. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm contractually obligated. He said, "Yeah, I'll do it," but I got to be comfortable. <laughs> as as we refer, old bony butt needs is all the padding he can get. Aches and pains abound, and that's one of the things we want to touch base on, man. Today, are you sore? You know, nowhere near as sore today as I have been after other rounds of golf. I bought myself some old guy accoutrements. I just I just got a, a knee brace for my right knee, which okay. has a tendency to ache after 18 holes of golf. And I bought a um, elbow brace for my left elbow because it has a tendency to ache after about two holes during an 18-hole round of golf, which makes swinging the club a little bit difficult. And a bottle of ibuprofen. I'm I'm set, man. I can take on any golf course anywhere now without any residual pain and suffering. Hey, Mark. Now that you're riding the controls, can you roll the tape back to that point where I heard, no, I don't want to know? Can you do that? Because I want to make sure that that was actually on the air and John heard that. No, it wasn't. No, I didn't. about all the old guys do because that's what old guys do. They sit there and they complain about all the things that are wrong with them. I know. I was waiting for the word rheumatism to come up. (laughs) I don't have the rheumatism. I got my rheumatism medicine, so I'm I'm fully capable of. But no, when, yeah, and you don't even have to be an old guy. I mean, right. you now could, you're going to say handicap flag. No, that's that's going overboard just a tad. <laughs> Is it really? I think so. Unless, of course, you are. You know, there's not there's nothing that ticks people off more than somebody pulling into a handicapped parking space and then limping for sympathy. You know, some okay. folks actually right, have bona fide. They have bona fide challenges that make it difficult for them to walk, to swing to whatever. I mean, even, even, um, I mean, I've got a, a, a guy who plays with us who had such a knee problem that if it was a situation where it was cart path only, he just would not play because just the walk from the cart path to where his ball was and back really exacerbated the pain in his knees. Um, you know, I, I just, my problem is, is not an injury. My problem is just I'm out of shape and I'm old. I just got to tell you that I found, you know, the, the bracing, even though people say, oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm just a wimp, but it works. My knee does not hurt. I played 18 holes of golf yesterday. I have about 15 stairs to the second floor where I live. I had no problem getting up and down those stairs multiple times yesterday after I played 18 rounds of golf. My knee just did not hurt. Same with my elbow. Even when I really uh, did the the nasty um bad bad thing that i do so often that it really is frustrating at least once around is is i looked up yeah 
I looked up prior to striking the ball and dug my iron into the ground about three inches behind the ball, which normally, you know, I have to sit out a couple of holes in order for the the throbbing to (laughs) go down a little bit before I can swing again without a grimace and swing again correctly. Um, It, there was there was no residual effect whatsoever. I mean, it hurt a little bit when it happened, as it usually does, and it should. When you do something stupid, you should have some sort of a pain to remind you you're doing something stupid. You mean like a like a taser? A taser would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Mark would be happy to do that. <laughs> he'd be shoot you with a taser. He'd every be too. Time I think you're doing something stupid. He'd be too happy to do that, which is why we don't let him close. <laughs> we him a taser. for a long time. <laughs> Oh, man. But no, I just just want to suggest, you know, don't worry about it. Take some precautions and don't worry. Don't don't wait until after it hurts. Do it. You know, be proactive. Be proactive. Also ran into uh, our local Titleist rep yesterday. And he had all kinds of great product. Oh, man. I asked. I said, where do you live? Now, what I did, I said, so do you keep all this stuff at home? He said, I can't answer that. I said, oh, well, you know, my next question was going to be what's your address. I mean, all the latest and the greatest. But he did give me, um, not give me, he handed me a seven iron and said, here, try this. And I said, man, this is a blade. I, you know, I, I know I'm not, I'm not going to be able to hit a blade. He said, everybody says that. Shut up and swing it. <laughs> So I did. It was a seven iron, and I hit it as far, if not farther, than I normally hit with with my uh, my ping raptures. Um, Interesting. It's it's the way Must it's hit des- it in the middle of the face. But the the way it's designed, it looks like a blade, but it plays like a forged club with the with the weighting and the whole nine yards. It was phenomenal. I said, "Ooh, I want to get some of these." And he said, "Yeah, you and the rest of the world, two hundred bucks a club." Oh, he's talking about the new C-16s. Yeah. I said, well, what if you know people? He said, well, if you know people, you may get a discount. But trust me, you don't know people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right, Doug. (laughs) That's right. We're going to have some words. No, um, I think he's had the words. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of – I think he's clearly pointed out that situation, hasn't he? Yeah, he put the kibosh on that whole thing. (laughs) Kind of like don't even ask, but um, but check them out if you can. They do um, locally here in Louisville. If you're around, they do um, uh, demo days, and he said like he's busy every day for like the next three months. So going to look up and go out there and and harass him. We'll show up every day if we have to until he just says, "Listen, if I give you a set of these, will you go away?" <laughs> Tom Barnhart is a master PGA professional in golf operations, and he's a cool guy, and he's the father of quadruplets. So. He's going to be tired when we talk to him. Yeah, that's coming up in a little bit. Jeff's quick fix and a lot more. It's coming up with those weekend golf guys. Give us a couple minutes. We'll be right back. Hey, you like to play golf, but you like to save money. Mm, How about doing the same thing at the same time? Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. No matter where you are in the country, there's probably a digital golf pass that's going to get you a discount at many different golf courses. 
All right, so this season you're going to save yourself some money and get some uh, some variety in where you go. DigitalGolfPass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout, and you will save 5 bucks. DigitalGolfPass.com. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. Call InventHelp today. Call 1-800-352-1597. That's 1-800-352-1597. Hey, thanks for hanging with us and welcome back to those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek, playing in Simple Golf School. Mark Hunter, intrepid producer at the controls, making sure everything works smoothly for a change. I want to talk to you a little bit about being out at a driving range. Now, I know what you're going to say is, John, what do you know about being out of a driving range? <laughs> yeah. You've broadcast from a driving range before. But I, have, other than that. I have been to them. In fact, we're, we're uh, in the midst of scheduling a live Sunday broadcast from a, a very large driving range here in town, otherwise known as a p- practice facility. <laughs> ah. they, they may, like, kill over dead when they see me walking in. They won't recognize you. They won't. They're like, who's that guy? The driving ranges that are driving ranges usually use mats of one shape or form or, or another. Driving ranges or practice tees at golf courses are usually turf. Yeah, and because we want people to be practicing on actual turf that they're ready to go play off turf here right. in just a few minutes. You know, There's two questions I want you to address in, in the next few minutes. One is, is there a difference in technique or results hitting off a mat as opposed to hitting off turf? Yeah, there can be. You know, let, let's first kind of think about the type of surface we're talking about. Let's say you go into the, the inexpensive driving range and they've got these old hard mats that are mostly a thick rubber bottom and a really thin fake grass top. Yeah, you get half half an inch of rubber and a quarter inch of AstroTurf. Right. Yeah. So what happens with the, the average golfer who lands his club behind the ball, he's going to skip into it. Yeah. And so people will go, oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of difference between the mat and the turf. For that guy, yes, there is. Okay. But for the, for the person who strikes a ball crisply and who strikes ball before turf, there's very little difference. And then there's the more expensive mats, the ones that have a really thin and lighter weight rubber base 
mm-hmm. and a really thicker fake grass top. Sure. Those are a little bit softer upon the blow from the club to the ball. Okay. And so the same guy who hits a lot behind it won't scuff into it nearly as easily and they won't hit as good as shots. You switch to the good, clean, crisp ball striker mm-hmm. and what he's going to sense is that there's the same amount of give as there is on the ground. Okay. Depending on the mat and depending on the player, yeah, you'll see some differences. And both of them are going to have to go home and uh, put a little elbow grease into getting the green stains off of the sole of their clubs. Or they could just go to the bunker and hit a few shots and they come right off. <laughs> okay. All right, now let's talk about, about turf. The the one problem that I have always encountered when I'm at a practice tee at a, at a golf course hitting off turf is that people don't know what to do with the divots, how to do it correctly so that the divots don't really disturb the next person to come along. So you're talking about the depth, you know, the ankle breakers? Well, um, no, just – I mean anybody who hits a, a an iron shot, even the guys who hit it crisp and clean are probably going to leave a divot. I mean you're supposed to leave a divot, aren't you? Well, a lot of them will, yeah. Yeah. Even some of the great ball strikers that yeah. – the low point of their golf swing is certainly after the golf ball, and but it's usually not all that that deep. But there will be uh, some divots taken. They might not be the ankle breaking kind. But still, you need you need to to explain to people. I'll tell you. Here's, here's what do you the do? Best thing to do now. Imagine some golfer who's going up and he's got twenty five golf balls. He'll go out and he'll hit twenty five shots and he'll make twenty five divots and it'll look like a landmine out there. Yeah. Essentially. What that guy will do, he will make it very hard for grass to grow back, and he will have used up an awful lot more space. A guy like Mark, he'll take a divot, and then his very next ball, he'll put immediately at the back side of that divot so that when he strikes the ground and hits another golf ball and effectively takes another divot, it was already gone mm-hmm. because it would have gone through the same place that was already gone the first time. And then the next time, he'll go back and do that same thing, and he'll continue to put it at the back end of a divot. So what he'll wind up with, and Mark's you know, smart about this, he will wind up hitting 25 golf shots that sat on grass just like the average John did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but Mark, he'll have only one thin line right. worth of 25 shots, and he won't have 25 separate divots. And so it, the grass will grow back a lot faster because there was an awful lot less of it taken away. And so what that means is that the average mark, he will actually be able to have grass in July to hit off of. But the average John won't, won't do that because, you see, he'll, be, he'll have torn up all the grass in April, May. Mm-hmm. And – the superintendent can't grow it back fast enough for the average John. Well, then the average John just goes to the bay that the average Mark was using. <laughs> and destroy that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, or let's so, just, yeah. Point, pretty soon the average Mark starts getting out the average sand iron and headed toward the average John's ankle. <laughs> we have a video of that that we can repost at facebook.com slash golf guys, do we not, for those who uh, – don't don't really visualize the words quite yet, but it's really simple. Just you know, when when you get done, even if you've taken a divot on every shot, it should look like a little narrow trench that just follows uh, a line that's perpendicular to your stance. Yeah, I posted that. I'll do it again. Those weekend golf guys uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. uh, back on March 11th. Well, it was a it was a public service announcement. 
And oh. it was, this is how you should make your divots on the driving range. Well, let's repost it. And it was Golf th- Digest. And so um, okay. I just uh, I just liked it. Golf Digest, so, what do they know? Well, you know, <laughs> they're a big magazine, so they get, a, they get a hold of an awful lot of people. We have a problem that I will guarantee you is experienced by everybody listening to me. No matter how good nor bad you may be, you've done this at least once in your life. And we're going to come right back, and quickly, Jeff is going to fix it for you. Jeff's quick fix is next with those Weekend Golf Guys. Hey, you got the Golf Guys app yet? Make sure you go download it at the appropriate smartphone store. It's absolutely free. It allows you to listen to us anywhere at any time. Get the app, those Weekend Golf Guys. You suck. I mean, isn't that the thought that goes through your mind every time you, like, chunk a chip or blade a wedge? It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, indeed, it is. I hear that so many times from people. (laughs) You know, it could be – I hate to say this because I'm one of these personal responsibility kind of guys, but it could be the club. That's possible. And I don't understand. I know you do, but nobody understands, so we're not going to explain it. But the bounce and the lie angle and the grind and all that kind of stuff, it's very confusing but very important for wedges. Is it not, Jeff? That is absolutely true. You, right. you better have something that gets through the turf pretty well. Harry Taylor, former PGA professional golfer and excellent club designer, has new wedges that work for 98% of us. Harry Taylor, HarryTaylorGolf.com. Use code LOVEMETENDER and you are going to get a huge discount. The 149 wedge for 99 bucks, the 169 wedge for 109 bucks. LOVEMETENDER is the code. Go there, check it out, harrytaylorgolf.com. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving, but my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call, but I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-376-2829. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychecks right now. 877-376-2829. That's 877-376-2829. Hey, this is John Ashton with Those Weekend Golf Guys. And, uh, you know, Jeff Smith is a PGA member, so he gets to play like anywhere he wants to play for free. You and I, we're not quite like that. We have to, you know, by hook or by crook. You got a friend, whatever. We all want a discount. We all want a deal. And we know how you can get a deal. You want to go to digitalgolfpass.com. They've got the uh, the whole country broken up into different areas, and there are a whole lot of golf courses in each area. You can buy one area or upgrade to all the areas. It's a membership. It makes you kind of cool. And, you know, with the right deal at your first foray into your favorite golf course with Digital Golf Pass, you've probably saved enough money to actually pay for the membership. Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout, and you'll save 5 bucks. Yeah, we hooked that up for you, all right? You know people. DigitalGolfFast.com, coupon code GOLFGUYS. Go now.
And welcome back, those weekend golf guys. John Ash and Jeff Smith, Mark Cronover on the controls. We're all together, those weekend golf guys. And uh, we, when last we spoke, promised you a fix to something that everybody, no matter how good or bad a golfer they may be, has experienced and how to fix it. And, Jeff, we are talking the dreaded three-foot putt. Oh, geez, I thought you were talking about stabbing yourself in the leg with a T. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I right, give us a minute. Jeff will go. He'll, he's got to flip his lesson book now. <laughs> I was all set to get, get out these soft rubber tees. <laughs> Never have that problem again. <laughs> this is the putt that's just beyond gimme range. Or the or the putt that your playing partners know that you're fifty fifty at best at and aren't going to give you no matter what. <laughs> Depends on the bet. Uh huh. Early in the round, yeah, that's good. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, when it means something, I don't know, John. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch you hit that. Yeah, I tell you what, just put that out just for grins and giggles, okay? <laughs> yeah. Our grids and our giggles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's so many people. They have this. You know, this particular length of putt, because they don't practice it so much that they're confident in it, they'll stand over it, and they will stand over it just a little too long, and they will begin to second guess. So I'll give you a couple things. Mm -hmm. I love to see a quick, clean, accurate, confident routine. One might go like this. You've got your ball marked. You've squatted down behind it. You've taken a look. You've made sure that this ball's not going to move very much, and you're going to play this thing close to the edge, if not inside the hole, if you see some break one way or another. You're going to put your ball down, and a lot of people are good about using the words on their ball and lining that up in the direction they want. Mm -hmm. Be quick about it. Check it again. Be right about it. Don't second-guess yourself. You walk up. You set your putter right directly behind it, facing that direction. You get your feet settled. You get your body settled. You look at the hole a couple of times. You exhale, and then you stroke it. Mm -hmm. If you can do that in just about 15 seconds tops from the setting it down to the lining it up to the checking it to putting the putter behind there to doing everything, and if that putter can be off the face, that ball can be off the face of the putter in about 15 seconds, You'll make more of them and you'll gain a lot of confidence. And the reason I say that is because I see an awful lot of people, they don't really have a good routine. Mm -hmm. And so they build up some anxiety. And they stand from the side and they don't ever really read the putt to see what it's really going to do. And they also think in that time frame that they can actually make adjustments during their stroke. Even though I lined it up in the center and the read said center, something tells me that this thing could break, break left. So... I'm going to change and I'm going to I'm going to hit this thing just at the right edge of the hole. And then they do. And they usually hit it outside the right edge of the hole and then they usually hit it hard because they're not trusting what they read. A lot of times it's because they didn't read anything. They didn't read anything. Exactly. So on short putts, everybody do yourself a favor. Get a solid but quick routine that doesn't have a lot of parts to it. Be sure of yourself. Trust what you read. Do not second guess yourself. John, I know you stood over putts too long. Mm -hmm. Looking at it, from behind, it looks one way, and from the side-on view, it looks another. Which, which is an optical illusion that really confuses many of us. A lot of times, there's, there's truth in the fact that your eyes aren't set up 
you know, down the so it can see down the target line or see what a straight line looks like anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And if you suffer from that malady, then then you need to to put a few things on the ground so you can figure out what straight really looks like to you. Right. And then actually make sure it is straight. So we're, know, wouldn't it we're back to the whole be, concept of practice. We we are at some point, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. to call that think long, think wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Uh-huh. From three feet out, how I guess how much does the break actually come in? Is that long enough to actually oh, yeah. affect greatly? If if you just hit it a little harder, can you just hit it straight and, and like Everybody, I'm just going to hit this through the break. They usually hit it past the hole. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> okay. So yeah, just so old, think about that. The hole's still just as round as it was on a 10-footer. <laughs> okay, so let's not think. It's just not quite as big. It's, it's you know, especially when the ball's moving faster. That's right. The hole's certainly not going to be there to capture it. it you know, it, it effectively gets a lot smaller. So right. the harder you hit a putt, the more dead center it absolutely has to be. Because again, there's no backboards in putting, and the the edges are the hole. It's a circle. It's round, yeah. and so too much speed, and you you hit that you know inside back edge, and that's going to spin out, and mm-hmm. uh, you know then you get yourself develop a case of leprosy, and you've got a real problem. So, what what you've said in your quick fix is basically the Steve Martin approach. You know, when they asked him, you know, how you can become a millionaire. Without paying taxes, his his answer is, "Well, first get a million dollars, right?" Um, so and then and then don't pay taxes. That's it. And then just when they call, say, "I forgot." But what you're saying basically is that you need to get yourself a routine that works. You're going to hit more three foot putts if you basically believe you're going to hit more three foot putts. Because if if it's not just your playing partners, but you who think you got a fifty fifty shot going into it. Uh, your odds aren't going to be that good. That's right. That's that's a good part of it. But let's not leave out the one part that's crucial on these short putts is putter face alignment. Right. Right. Putter face alignment. And that's why I mentioned using a word, you know, the words on your ball or a line on your ball or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, use the words that are on your ball and try not to put uh you know, if if your ball already has an alignment marker on there, okay, that's part of the ball, but there, there's a little debate going on right now. But if you put a stripe on your golf ball, is that an artificial device? And by the rules of golf, it is. But everybody's been doing it forever, and I'm not sure anybody's going to be able to yeah. stop anybody from doing that. But nonetheless, you're looking for something that tells you exactly where that thing should go, and you need to be lining up your putter face with that so that you know exactly for sure that that putter is going to come in square and hit a, a straight blow because here you are it's a short putt and the biggest thing that can make you miss is your putter face being offline at impact i happen to have make sure that you can get that straight i happen to have not only golf balls with with a a little alignment device built in uh with in the form of arrows on either side of the model number of the ball Mm -hmm. but i also have a putter that tells me when it's square well, which, which is great. Apparently, my putting you has improved. Never have your putter face off alignment again. Well, my, no, my putter face is never off alignment. I miss aim a bunch. I misread a bunch, but I can I can swear now that the ball goes exactly where I have aimed it to go. 
So I no longer have to worry with putter head alignment. Now I have to worry about eyesight alignment and trying to figure out where I should aim. Eh, they haven't you know, we yet fixed that too. I got a couple ideas for that. Okay. We could do that in another segment. Well, let's do that in the next segment. Oh, we could do that. Can we do that? Because if I could do more than 50-50 on the dreaded three-footer and and those who are listening intently to your every word could, uh, this would be a lot more enjoyable show. We'll be right back. Hang out. You can always follow us on Twitter. It is twitter.com at WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. That's where we are. We do stuff every once in a while that's absolutely worthwhile. Hey, this is John Ashton with Those Weekend Golf Guys. And, uh, you know, Jeff Smith is a PGA member, so he gets to play like anywhere he wants to play for free. You and I, we're not quite like that. We have to, you know, by hook or by crook. You got a friend, whatever. We all want a discount. We all want a deal. And we know how you can get a deal. You want to go to digitalgolfpass.com. They've got the uh, the whole country broken up into different areas. And there are a whole lot of golf courses in each area. You can buy one area or upgrade to all the areas it's a membership. It makes you kind of cool. And, you know, with the right deal at your first foray into your favorite golf course with Digital Golf Pass, you've probably saved enough money to actually pay for the membership. Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout and you'll save five bucks. Yeah, we hooked that up for you. All right? You know people. Digitalgolfpass.com. Coupon code GOLFGUYS. Go now. Harry Taylor is a PGA Tour golfer, best known for his short game and for the fact that he is the Taylor in TaylorMade. He has been a designer of golf clubs for a long time. And one of the things he really wanted to do was design wedges that would work well out of the box for 98% of the golfing public. That's you and me, people. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Go take a look at these wedges. One, they're beautiful. Two, they work really, really well for 98% of us, and three, I can get you at a discount. Just when you order, please use the code Love Me Tender, and that $169 black wedge is going to set you back only 109 bucks. That's right, $60 off. And the 149 wedge will be $99, $50 off. If you use the code Love Me Tender at checkout, HarryTaylorGolf.com, Love Me Tender in the code box at checkout. You're going to get yourself a great wedge at a great price. We appreciate it. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. Hey, 
And we're back, those weekend golf guys, John Ash and Jeff Smith, intrepid producer Mark Hunter. We're all together, those weekend golf guys. And listen, we, we just addressed the situation of the dreaded three foot putt, the one that you miss half the time and always blame on the wind. Speaking of which, did you see that LPGA tournament over the past weekend? They were playing, I forget where, but it was rather windy. And um, one one of the players missed a putt. It rolled by the, the hole by about three inches. And as she was walking up to tap it back in, the wind blew it back into the cup. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Finally, the wind actually helped right a putt. Yeah. yeah. She didn't know what to do. She was like, does that count? What? <laughs> you know? But anyhow. that Lucky that her. Yeah, that happens so seldom. And to the average golfer, never. That's right. So it always wind always hurts everybody's putts. You never see anybody's putts blow closer to the hole no. or in. No. So and and how badly does wind affect a putt? Or how how high a wind does it have to be to actually affect it? Or how fast are the greens? Or is it a combination of all that? If you're on slow fuzzy greens that a thick uh, grass situation, maybe it's after a rain or something, and the greens are effectively very slow, mm-hmm. and the wind kicks up. There's not as much friction. Uh, on slick greens as they are on that one. Right. So the same amount of wind that could affect a ball on a slick green will certainly not affect it on a on a not very slick green. Okay. So basically it's a just, you know, it's it's one less thing we really need to worry our pretty little heads about being amateur golfers because you can't control it anyway. <clears throat> you can kind of sort of play it if you think you're going to do that, but I I'd, yeah. I'd rather play the slope and not the wind. Yeah. Okay, we when we were talking in the last segment, yep. we were talking about a routine, getting a routine down, read the green, align the putter head, and bam, align the ball, and bam, do it. Uh, right. Don't don't sit over it in in uh, in wait or, or worry or anything. Just do it. But then I mentioned the fact that I have a putter. I've got the the Seymour putter with uh, the rifle scope technology, right? Which means that I know exactly when my putter head is 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 square to the ball. Do you have infrared with that too? No, no infrared. No infrared. If I had infrared or if I had laser sighting or something like that, it would be cool. Because the problem is, and I think it's not just my problem, but the problem with most amateurs is that we're not really sure where to aim or how to aim there. Or if you really are aimed where you think you're aimed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I fix a lot of this in putting. Okay. Um, How? it, It is one of those things. So let's just say that you have determined your read, whether you use the aim point system or whether you use any other system or whether you got your eyeballs out there, let's just forget about the read itself for just in this conversation. Let's just say that you have determined where you're going to aim. And then you go to setting your ball down and you go to set your putter behind there and, and you set your body alignment. Well, what if you get that wrong? And many people do. Mm-hmm. So learning to recognize where you are, pretty important stuff here. And here's what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Let's say you're at a, at a time and a place before you go out to play, and there's this uh, other green between the pro shop and the first tee that you could walk onto. And you could actually drop a few balls down, and you could roll them in there for, let's say, let's call them dress rehearsals. <laughs> what you're about to go do okay? to, to avoid the word practice i understand well, man i know you know trying to keep you in the conversation usually you just get up and storm out no nah, practice so. my eyes glaze over i walk away you're right yeah go on and and how do you know where you're aimed so how about you're picking your spot and then what if you um took a tee out you bent down and you knocked your ball out of the way and you took the tee head and you put it on the putter face 
on the face of the putter pointing toward wherever your putter is pointing toward, and then you let it sit on the ground, and then that tee would effectively be showing you exactly where your putter face was pointed. And then you back up, you walk away, and you look at where that tee is actually pointed, and you go, wow, I am really bad at aiming. <laughs> really bad. Really, really bad at aiming. Yeah. So then what you need to do is to start to adjust in the direction that you need to for being correct. So my suggestion would be to aim the tee first at the thing, and then go put your putter face square up against the head of that tee, and then square your body up to that and then start to look and kind of calibrate yourself again, essentially so that you could recognize a successful aim. So instant recognition of where you really are is one of the fastest ways that there is for you to tell you what you need to do to aim better. And then you have to train it. But maybe the reason that you can't aim is because you're not seeing things properly. Maybe, just maybe, John – you tilt your head to the side as you set your putter up. Uh-huh. Maybe because there's a lot of guys who do this. A lot of right-handed, do- right-eye dominant guys will tilt their head to the right. And in the line that their eyes are on, they see things more on the right. And some people tilt their head to the left, but not nearly as many. And once you tilt your head, though, your your line that looks straight is actually diagonal. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now – that explains also, a lot. <laughs> it does explain a lot. Sometimes it's an alignment and ball position issue. Maybe you're a right-hand dominant guy who has a forward of center ball position, and then your shoulders are aligned a little bit to the left, and you don't know it. Mm-hmm. So then you look at that, and you're like, mm, can't see it, but I think I can see it, but I really am not sure what I'm seeing. So I would get your body as square as possible, pointing yourself in the same place. And if you're a right-handed dominant, right, right-eye dominant, right-hand dominant player, I'd put the ball right underneath my nose so the back of the ball was at my right eye. And you'll find that you'll align yourself much more true to your line than if the ball was too far forward. Now, a lot and of- if you were a left-hand dominant left eye kind of guy you'd put the ball more forward and it you'd find yourself being aligned more squarely than what you think now a lot of putting gurus are are suggesting that the ball should be a little bit forward of center um would you suggest if putting it in the middle first to get the alignment and then it depends on the player and also the the putter that they have Mm -hmm. uh there's Basically, what I'm suggesting here is vision-based putting alignment. Okay. What can you see? Okay. And how accurate is it that you're seeing? That's right. Because if you're not seeing your line, boy, are you going to have a hard time setting up to your line, which is also why I suggested the line on the ball in in the earlier segment when we talked about Mm -hmm. setting a routine because, boy, does it help. Okay. And then, and then you also mentioned something about bending down behind the ball to check your alignment. Yeah. Boy, am I going to need an extra leg brace. <laughs> That's a lot of up and down, buddy. You know what? You do it enough, you might not need leg braces. You oh. Got enough exercise. Not only, not only does practice he feel he has to throw the, the practice same. term out there, but now he's getting, me, uh, getting on me about exercise, too. <laughs> Brutal. It's a two-for-one kind of day. Look up obnoxious, buddy. <laughs> no need Jeez. to. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're you're well-versed and well-practiced at it. Indeed. Got you, got you covered there. So to recap, um, it may be an alignment problem with your, your, your basic putter head or your eyes. So there, That's right. So make sure do, – do a few uh, diagnostic tests. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, prior to – now, is it something that like muscle memory, which ne- doesn't really exist, but it's a good term. We know what it means. Is, is it something like that? After a while, it'll just become second nature? It does become second nature, but it is vision-based. Okay. And so once you learn how to do that, and, and I'm going to give you a great drill to do that with. And, yes, that's a drill. That does mean practice, John. Mm-hmm. Um, take a couple of sticks or maybe a couple of yardsticks and put one down on the ground and then about two feet in, in front of the other one on, on the long end. Like you set it on the ground and it, and it sticks out about you know three feet to the left of you. And then continue on that same line, add about, a, about two feet of space, empty space, and then set down another one. In that same line. And then what you ought to do is put your ball in the back end of the ruler in the first one, put your putter up the back end, and then move closer or farther from to or from the ruler to see where the second one becomes in line with the first one visually. And then you'll find out how far you need to be away from your ball. Oh. To see it properly because all of our eyes are different Mm -hmm. and some people see the line very well with their eyes over the golf ball and some people see the line very well with their eyes inside the golf ball from an inch to three inches in there. Right. Cool. So there used to be this – oh. They, they used to call it like a like a law, like everybody had to have your eyes over the golf ball. And the truth is, is not everybody sees things the same way. But your goal is to see things clearly. So what we want to do is make sure that you set yourself up in a way that you do actually see it. So that test I just gave you with a couple of sticks or a couple of right. uh, yardsticks yeah. actually works very well for people so they can see uh, the the what is straight for them, and that's cool. And you can do that at home in your living room too. So that's that's, yeah. that's a wonderful thing. Hey, we've I got one more that's segment right. of the show to go. We're going to talk with uh, Tom Barnhart about some of the uh, the myths and and how to play the online tea time game. Uh, I can save you some money. Hang out. We'll be right back. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and like us, please. Harry Taylor is a PGA Tour golfer best known for his short game and for the fact that he is the Taylor in TaylorMade. He has been a designer of golf clubs for a long time. And one of the things he really wanted to do was design wedges that would work well out of the box for 98% of the golfing public. That's you and me, people. HarryTaylorGolf.com. Go take a look at these wedges. One, they're beautiful. Two, they work really, really well for 98% of us, and three, I can get you at a discount. Just when you order, please use the code LOVEMETENDER, and that $169 black wedge is going to set you back only 109 bucks. That's right, $60 off. And the 149 wedge will be $99, $50 off. If you use the code LOVEMETENDER at checkout. HarryTaylorGolf.com, Love Me Tender in the code box at checkout. You're going to get yourself a great wedge at a great price. We appreciate it. 
You know, people come up to me all the time and say, John, I don't have a radio station that plays those weekend golf guys when I can hear it. What can you do for me? I say, that's probably nothing. I don't control these radio stations, but tell you what I do control. I do control the free apps. Those weekend golf guys, free apps for your smartphone. You have an iPhone, you go to the app store and download it. It's free. You can listen on your schedule, not ours, anytime to the most recent show, to some of the shows in the archives or whatever. You have an Android phone, eh, Google can handle it. Go to the Google Marketplace, Google Play, whatever they're calling it these days, and you can download the free app there too. It is free. Did I mention that? Free. And you can listen to those weekend golf guys at your convenience, on your schedule, in your spare time. And you can listen over and over and over again, and we highly recommend you do that. It is Those Weekend Golf Guys free app. We did it for you. It weren't cheap, man. For us, for you, free. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. Call InventHelp today. Call 1-800-352-1597. That's 1-800-352-1597. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. Call InventHelp today. Call 1-800-352-1597. That's 1-800-352-1597. And one more once. Here we are again. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. Of course, Intrepid producer Mark Hunter. Together, the Those Weekend Golf Guys. I want to say hi to Tom Barnhart, who is a Master PGA professional and affectionately referred to as the Tea Time Wizard. That's intriguing. <laughs> guy's got his own nickname. That's pretty strong. I know. I know. Hey, Tom, how are you, man? And thanks for spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. I uh, appreciate you having me here. All right. Tea Time Wizard, you're uh, one of those guys that uh, makes it easier for the average golfer to find a really nifty place to play without having to take out a second mortgage. That's right. So uh, we're our business is, uh, is here to help golf courses grow their revenues. And the way that we do it is help golf, golfers find uh, tea times that can fit their, uh, fit their budget and help fill in light spots on the tee sheet but alternatively for the golf courses in uh in busy times are able to get some better rates so it's uh, it works out for both sides we we have had some discussions with golf course operators that uh we're, we're very friendly with and, and they they hate the fact that the large cable tv golf channel that will remain nameless owns the large online tea time aggregator and gets very pushy with golf course operators about what you need to do to get represented on their site. How do you overcome that, man? Yeah, so Golf Now is the world's largest tee time distributor out there. There's there's no doubt about that. So for uh, for golf courses, right, you need to know how to leverage that space and you need to know how to maximize it, right? So they're sending eyeballs to that inventory and you have to price it uh, the, the proper way to be able to maximize it. And if, and if you're uh, getting a good return on it, the cost is not that much to uh, to use it. However, if you're if you're not utilizing the space, 
you're not selling tea times off of it, then it does seem like uh, like it's not a good deal for you. Yeah, so I that's have, what our business is here to make sure that uh, the golf courses can maximize that space. They do it right and maximize it because one one of the problems I have, and I, I think Jeff is as on the other side of the fence as being on the operations side would would agree with me is. You know, I have a golf course that I play at on a regular basis, and the rack rate there is $44 during the week with a card for 18 holes. Mm-hmm. But I went and booked a tee time once through Golf Now for them at, I think, $22. Well, I get emails daily now that tell me I can play this course for $22. So in my head, this is no longer a $44 golf course. It's 22 And even if I show up at the front counter being, you know, not conversant with how the whole – uh, in industry machinations work, I'm expecting to pay 22 bucks, and if they tell me it's 44, in my head I think, hey, it's overpriced. Yeah, so uh, that that is a a uh, thing that can happen whenever you're getting bombarded with those emails. Yeah, that's why the courses that we work with, we do we have special promotions and and ways that we work with them to market their own course website. Yeah, and the goal is right golf now and these other third parties, they're going to do their job of getting eyeballs on their inventory because they do price key times at low prices. And those are kind of marketing ploys to be able to get uh, those emails. However, as those golfers come in and they play your golf course, and if they they bought one of those lower price times first, your goal is get their get their email, and then you can start to market to them by using promo codes or uh, specials that are only valid on your website. And essentially, you want to transition those golfers from third party bookings over to your course site. And the more that you start to do that. Uh, you start to turn that mentality around that, hey, I'm not just a $22 golf course because right. you're out of that competitive space. I see where, where you're coming from. However, I always look at it, too, as the first time I ate at a restaurant that I really liked, I was comped. And if I always thought that it was going to be a $0 <laughs> restaurant, uh, but I go back and pay full price all the time. So you. you're not, as a golf course operator, even though someone may have come in and paid 10 bucks the first time, I don't think that you lost them forever there is an opportunity to uh, to get them back up to regular price. But the golf course has to provide the service and the experience to, to make it worthwhile. And they also need the personnel to uh, to do that. I mean, I guess you could go out and hire a high school kid to run your Facebook page or something for you. But <laughs> technology seems to be above and beyond a lot of the uh, the golf pros I know. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> but, you know, the reality of that is is that we have, we have a lot of things to do. As mm-hmm. fast as the technology changes, it's hard for – golf pros who are operators to keep up with every little thing and it seems like everything's a database for this and a database for that let's say that you're a golf course operator that's also teaching you know there's an hour out of your day um that you you don't get to do the the facebook or the email or the whatever you know there there's so many hats that the golf professionals have to wear so what they've got to do is find out what's the smartest best way to get uh people playing their golf course uh, essentially for the most amount of money um, but at the same time, how do you fill it? Because unsold tea times, they're gone forever. You know, it's just time that we sell and entertainment that we sell within that time. And that's our primary concern. And it's really hard to be concerned with all those things plus the rest of the operations and then all social media too. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, so, tell, me, tell me about it. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel, the same, feel the same thing. And that's why RevTech Plus was actually founded because I know – on a daily basis, there's all these things that need to happen, right? You have to manage your tea time. You've got to update your website, do your social media, keep your rates structure in place. However, those are the first things that get overlooked on a daily basis, right? I need to clean the bathroom. I've got to get the carts set up. I've got to manage my staff. And the most important aspects at the golf course are the first things that get 
overlooked. And if you want to be successful and grow your revenues, those should be the number one thing on the list. However, they get uh, overlooked all the time. So that's where RevTech Plus was started. And I said, what are the things that need to happen on a daily basis that get overlooked? And we'll take that off your plate and do it for less than the cost of a minimum wage employee. And the courses that we work with see the, uh, the results that you would expect by doing these things over and over again the correct way. It's nice to have somebody who understands because, you know, a lot of technical stuff is designed by technical people. It's nice to have a golfer or a golf course operator designing systems from a golf course operation side rather than just a technical side. Yeah, I, I totally agree there, right? So I may be, a, may be a tech nerd and a stats guy, but I'm a golf pro. With, golf pro at heart. I probably wash more carts than most folks out there ever would think, ever would imagine, no, right? You know what? So, My fingers, they're still wrinkled. <laughs> I think they're forever wrinkled. I, I, I feel you, man. So... So we, we know where that, where that comes from, and we know the pains that uh, the golf courses feel. So we've uh, developed what we do to make it uh, seamless and, and easy for them to implement. We, we are played on a weekly basis in a lot of golf courses. So uh, Mr. Golf Course or, or Ms. Golf Course Operator, uh, you're listening. RevTech Plus is uh, the name of the company. Tom, how do folks get in touch with you through the company? Yeah, so they can uh, go to our, our website at RevTechPlus.com. Uh, they can call me direct. Their number's right on there. Shoot us an email, or there's a contact form, and we'll we'll get back to you immediately. One one of the things we touched base on um, in our conversations prior to getting on the air here is so many of us amateur golfers, average golfers, you know, weekly or biweekly golfers have a problem justifying the amount of money that golf courses are asking for. A lot of people say, "Hey, it's an expensive sport, hobby, whatever you want to call it." How much more expensive will it be as more and more golf courses close because they're losing money? So that's that's a, a justification that's got to be tough from from the operations side you're on, man. How how do you how do you balance that? Yeah, so as uh, as golf courses are, are going down, right? The uh, the supply is limited, demand is is staying the same. So that allows us to be able to uh, to price uh, those rates in the periods of high demand uh, better for the golf courses. So we're seeing courses over the last uh, several years getting rates higher than they've than they've had in the last five years. So that's great for, for the golf course. But from a consumer side, we also have price out there lower than we've ever seen before in periods of low utilization and low weather uh, and periods we're trying to fill in the T-sheet. I mean, there's going to be spots. So it's almost name, name your price you're willing to pay, and you can find a spot on the T-sheet as long as we're the one that controls what time you play. Right. There's going to be a spot available for you. So like I said, a win-win for both both sides there. Hey, give us a, a little bit of insider information, Tom. What is the the easiest time of day to get a tee time? What is the least utilized time, or is there a least utilized time during the week? Yeah, I mean, during the week, you're talking between that 12 and 2 o'clock time, time okay. period. If you want to get out on the golf course and play at a fast rate, you tee it up about 1 o'clock on a weekday, and you're going to be smooth sailing. That's worth taking a day off? Oh, hell, any, that's right. Any time on a golf course, we're taking a day off, man. <laughs> yeah, and, depends on if you're taking one a day thing, off work from from a job you don't like, yeah, or if you're taking a day off work for a job that you do. Oh, keep rubbing it in that you're so happy doing this this golf professional thing. Would well, you please? I was kind of thinking about the fact that you take a job day off from job that you like, you might not have that job too long. <laughs> you may wind up stuck doing something you don't like. So, Tom, is it just RevTechPlus.com? You got it. Yeah. All right, and your phone number's there, and uh, 
And listen, if, if you've got anything to do with uh, operating a golf course, we want you to hang out. We want you to be profitable, yet we don't want to get price gouged. So uh, work with Tom and get, get it taken care of right, man. You got it. We'll, uh, we'll get you to the right spot and uh, find a course that you can play. Dom, thanks, man. We will uh, be back in touch with you on a regular basis. See how this uh, this whole situation goes because it's it's a you know a, a price thing that uh, everybody's concerned about on both sides of the golf business, both the consumers and the operators. And we got to have got to find happy mediums here for everybody. Appreciate your time, Tom. Again, it's RevTechPlus.com. Tom Barnhart is name. Appreciate you spending some time with us here today on those weekend golf guys, Tom. And, and again, as always, we appreciate you being with us every week. You can do it next week at the same place at the same time. Or uh, if you're Jones and Force in the interim, you can find us at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can go to Facebook.com slash golfguys. You can follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys or check out a new thing, golfguyspodcast.com for uh, a repository of all the shows we've ever done that are worth hearing again. All right, check it out. And in the interim, go play some golf. Hey, this is John Ashton with Those Weekend Golf Guys. And, uh, you know, Jeff Smith is a PGA member, so he gets to play like anywhere he wants to play for free. You and I, we're not quite like that. We have to, you know, by hook or by crook. You got a friend, whatever. We all want a discount. We all want a deal. And we know how you can get a deal. You want to go to digitalgolfpass.com. They've got the uh, the whole country broken up into different areas, and there are a whole lot of golf courses in each area. You can buy one area or upgrade to all the areas. It's a membership. It makes you kind of cool. And, you know, with the right deal at your first foray into your favorite golf course with Digital Golf Pass, you've probably saved enough money to actually pay for the membership. Check it out, digitalgolfpass.com. Use the coupon code GOLFGUYS at checkout, and you'll save 5 bucks. Yeah, we hooked that up for you, all right? You know people. DigitalGolfFast.com, coupon code GOLFGUYS. Go now. You suck. I mean, isn't that the thought that goes through your mind every time you, like, chunk a chip or blade a wedge? It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, indeed, it is. I hear that so many times from people. (laughs) You know, it could be – I hate to say this because I'm one of these personal responsibility kind of guys, but it could be the club. It's possible. And I don't understand. I know you do, but nobody understands, so we're not going to explain it. But the bounce and the lie angle and the grind and all that kind of stuff, it's very confusing but very important for wedges. Is it not, Jeff? That is absolutely true. You, You better have something that gets through the turf pretty well. Harry Taylor. Former PGA professional golfer and excellent club designer has new wedges that work for 98% of us. Harry Taylor, harrytaylorgolf.com. Use code LOVEMETENDER and you are going to get a huge discount. The 149 wedge for 99 bucks, the 169 wedge for 109 bucks. LOVEMETENDER is the code. Go there, check it out, harrytaylorgolf.com.